Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. All right, welcome back to episode six, Talk About Town. You guys are in for a big treat today. We have got none other than the social media comedian, Tom May. Social media comedian. That's it. Hey, how are you? Good. Malachi, how are you today? I'm doing good, doing great. It's Derby week, I'm pumped. Derby's a good time in Louisville. It's a crazy time in Louisville. It is a crazy time. There's always something going on. Yep. It's a crazy time for the real estate market, too. On yeah, the we one got some hand, numbers. Yeah. I was going to say, let's just knock those out real quick. Give us our, our bi-weekly update on some real estate numbers. Well, on the one hand, prices keep going up. There's no getting around it this time of year. It's a recurring uh, theme. This is our sixth show, and I think every single one we've talked about, they the keep numbers going up. up. So if you're buying, jump in there quick. Yeah. If you're selling, your your thing is almost going to sell itself. Now, what... What would that lead you to think maybe you should do? As far as new if you're constructions or what's my options? Yeah, what are your <laughs> options? If there's nothing out there, you have two options, I guess. Stop looking, which is unfortunate, which, I mean, I have people that have done that take a break. Or they can build. You can build, for sure. You get a, a nice custom home that way. And, you know, you don't have to build a half a million dollar house. You can build a, a house for much less than that. Uh, I'm working with somebody right now. We're building a house for about $255,000. It's going to be beautiful. She gets to pick out all her own finishes. It's gorgeous. We built ours for like 150 grand nice. in construction. So, I mean, it's not, it doesn't have to be $300,000. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and um, you get something that hasn't been touched. I like the new houses. I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm a new house no, guy. No, you're fine. Hell I like yeah. the new house smell. I'm not worried about anyone got murdered, murdered or something. And <laughs> yeah, peed on the toilet too much. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like when you have little kids and stuff. My wife like it's very exciting to build a new house. Yeah, I was going to say it, that. My it, wife liked to go through and pick out the paint, the floor, all mm-hmm. the good stuff, so she can be critiqued or people either like it or love it. But yeah, you don't have to walk through and well, most people most people paint when they move in anyway, so you might as well. You might as well have somebody Pick paint them what the color you want, you want yeah. for sure. And um, and use an agent to do it because you don't pay the agent, the builder does, and you get somebody to walk walk with you the whole way and help out. Most people don't know that. No. That's, uh, you, most people an think if, if you're doing new construction, that's, that's not even an option. That's something that I always tell people once we start running our inventory. Like, well, you start looking at lots. Yep. You know, and use an agent for all of it because – most of us have been down that road before um, from beginning to end. And it gives you a little bit more leverage and knowledge and everything. That's like, right. Like and, we've talked about before. And you don't pay them. The builder does. That's right. Yep. So if you're selling around this time, I mean, the, the inventory is so low that if you're selling, your house is probably going to sell soon. So you may be tempted to just sell your house by yourself for sale by owner. I want to see a sign in someone's yard that says for sale by a neighbor. Okay, go ahead. I didn't mean to I would like that. Well, no, maybe maybe I would sell my neighbor's house and we just split it. You might be onto something, though, because then uh, I know certain neighbors that would put sign in people's front yards without even asking. <laughs> True. But I, I found some data that, that not to uh, scare anybody, but the average for sale by owner property sells for $174,000. Okay. The average 
agent-assisted transaction is $215,000. Okay. So that's almost... My, my, 40... my eggs are done. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> that's all right. That's almost, what, $40,000? Okay. So a commission of 6% paid to an agent is going to be roughly $13,000. That, of course, is going to be split up a bunch of ways, buyer side, everybody else. So you're saving $13,000 to actually... give away... $40,000. Yeah, but I thought the whole reason you're doing a FISBO was to keep more money in your pocket. Well. But what's the numbers say different? The numbers, diff- the numbers definitely say differently. Yeah, if okay. You're, if you're going to sell your house, you're, you're more than likely going to net more when you're using a real. Plus, I wish I knew this number off the top of my head, but it's something when, when a, fizz, a for sale by owner sells to somebody that's unrepresented, it ends up like 88% of the time in some form of litigation. So the money you thought you saved anyway, you just paid to an attorney to, to battle it out. And you got to deal with all the headache, all the BS that's associated with if you do litigation versus a courtroom, all that good stuff. So actually, when it's all said and done, all that money that you thought you were going to save ends up not being saved. That's so. right. You give it to a lawyer. <laughs> okay. And, and, and um, not only is it your biggest transaction of your life, but it's also a legal transaction. Oh, 100%. So it might be something that you, uh, that you want help. Okay. So we, they use an agent to help them sell their house, buy, buy a new house. They're in their new house. Spring maintenance comes with that this time of year. I cut my grass for the first time the other day. I fight every year. I fight it as long as I can. Yep. I just, that's just me. Like I said, what, which we talk about, I turkey hunt. So I'm always the guy, all three neighbors on each side of their grass is cut. Mine looks like <laughs> uh, a jungle. But uh, anyways, I uh, I did that the other day. I cleaned out, I cleaned out my gutters. So, do you do that? Have you have you, have you, uh, you have any not as often that? as I should? I have trees surrounding my entire house, so I think I have to clean mine out literally every three months, or 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 more. But uh, I've done all that good stuff. I have more of my bird stories. You we teased a bird I story on the, the bird last story one. On the last one, Tom, do you like birds? They're okay. <laughs> well, I'm actually not too big on birds. Why not? Well, they're unpredictable. They can travel in three dimensions, which I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a two dimensional person, and and they're they're just gross. Look at their feet; they're gross. So, so tell us your story. Okay, so <laughs> on my front porch. There is a light, and it actually has a little camera embedded into it. So the bird has been trying to build his nest on top of that light. Yeah, they do that to me. Constantly do that to me. I think it's totes adorbs and just cutest thing in the world. <laughs> God's children and birds are out there. I love it, but go ahead. Why do you well, hate the bird? Well, I, we're in a battle now. I'm pulling down part of his nest. I don't want baby birds right there in the, the front with the mom like attacking me. And I was going to say, she'll her. get territorial if she, she will. has birds right there. And, she, and, and bird mites is a thing. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you know much about those, but they're, yeah. they're little bugs that come with birds. So I pull down a little bit of the nest. He builds it back up. Well, the camera embedded into it is also motion detected. Oh, jeez. So Your the bird is going likes, off <laughs> likes to say hi every now and then, and it's on my phone. That oh, bird should have here. his own Facebook page. Listen he to me. Should. It, it should. He's right. That would, that would kill it. <laughs> I'll start that right now, actually. But, I, but I'm not happy, and, and, and I don't throw away all the nest stuff every now and then. I just put it down on the porch and let it build up, and so it's, it's pretty impressive how... 
persistent this resilient that's what i was saying persistent yes. resilient yeah you can tear it down and come back six hours later and they've started from scratch yes. and started a new one yes they don't yeah. even care so this has just been ongoing i guess we'll wait to hear in a couple more yes. shows uh how yes. it ends up it's the, the bird saga okay that's the good current. the current bird saga i feed my that's i feed all my birds because <laughs> I, I like having them around we have woodpeckers and all that good stuff yeah uh all right well um cool story that's great yeah. I, I can't i can't i can't wait to see how it ends uh all right well let's uh jump into derby we we talked about it at the beginning of the show we, we we talked about what all is going around here the city of i think it's the state of kentucky as a whole maybe not so much i don't know than down than the louisville area but uh i i know as far as the real estate market it tends to almost Shut it down. It goes on vacation. The real estate market goes on vacation when yeah, people. Yeah, definitely. I've been doing it for five years. I mean, I haven't been doing it for twenty-five years, but my, in five years, not only do buyers they're not quite as interested in going out because, like tonight's the bed race. People go watch the bed every day. There's the steamboat race. They want to do other things, but listing people, like you know, they're more apt to be doing other things as well. Not, I mean, like I told you earlier, we're getting ready to get everybody's house ready for the party. People don't want to be shown it when they no. know they've got a bunch of people it's coming a lot like over. Christmas, where people say, "Oh, we'll just list after the holiday." Yep, and eh, we'll list yep. after Derby. Exactly. After yep. they they get rid of yeah the yeah Derby. yeah who doesn't? It's like Hollywood. Hollywood kind of goes on shutdown during like right after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, right. yeah. Does it? And so it's like, oh, we got. I mean, there's like maybe a week and a half there, but they kind of just disappear. So yeah. I guess that's the same way with uh, real estate here. Here. Yeah, definitely. People well, take some the time Louisville off. area. They you know the Louisville market. It's a it's a holiday market. Mother's Day, it'll shut it down. People won't go look at houses on that weekend because they're either traveling or Thanksgiving, like you mm-hmm. said, or Christmas. The market really reflects it. Showings and close, well, closings. You know, yeah, definitely. You're not, I'm a, not going to have a closing after Wednesday, maybe, of this week. Wednesday, Thursday. No. Uh, you're, not, you're definitely not having one on Friday. But uh, Not a sober one, anyway. Uh, nobody, wants to, <laughs> nobody wants to be in a closing office on, no. on Oaks. But uh, what do you have going on? Man, just... Constantly trying to figure out the next move, you know, like every, every day I start like a new house, like you guys are selling a house. I, right. I'm, you know, I'll do a prank or a video. I look at that video and I go, how can I make it better? How can I make it more viral? And, you know, right. I'll do a little, I'll kick back and do a little curb appeal on my video. And, you know, well, I'll make the, the thumbnail needs to look better. Thumbnail is just like a paint job, just like a front yard on a house. So when I do the thumbnail of my, of my videos, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll test a few out to see what, what are the most, you know, click is clickbait click. Yeah. What's going to get that click. You don't want to put a girl in a bikini in your thumbnail when there's not really a girl in a bikini in the video. You know, you don't want to do that. You don't want to take $150,000 home and put a picture of a Cherokee park home there. You know, so this is true. So that's uh, just man, just constantly working on the next big idea. And when I'm not working, I'm busy trying to find work, but I've have you found anything in particular that makes something go more viral. Versus other viralities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, People uh, say. Yeah, I it's, think it's uh, just wholesome. Seems to work well. And animals. People love dogs. People love you know pets. If you can include animal, all my dog videos go viral. Yeah. Really? Dogs I could get cats, my man. I could get my dogs as as our next guest. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Might get some more downloads. All right. Well, before we get ahead of ourselves. Let's dive into our segment, our six packs of questions. All right. Neil, All right. Go, for, go for one. All right. Cats or cards? Whoever's winning, I'm at the UofL, but I'm becoming more of a cards fan now. Okay. Nice. All right, number two, hometown. 
Well, Louisville, Kentucky, I was raised in Bullock County until I was about 20. I'm from Bullock County. Yeah, I was in Maryville, Hillview. Brooks. Yeah, my sister lives in Brooks right now. Hell yeah, that's cool. All right. All right, what's your favorite food? Stuff that hurts my belly, like pizza. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pizza, too. All right, favorite vacation spot? Hilton Head. Oh, that was easy. Jeez, all right. Okay. What do you do with your free time if you have any? I I cut the grass. I mean, I wake up working, (laughs) I go to bed working. I don't have any free time. It's a good way to be, though. We're three for three with our three. All three of our guests have have had the exact same response. What's free time? Yeah, (laughs) and and it's a shame. There should be free time. There should be. Maybe I'll watch TV in the TV room or something. All right. Lastly, favorite restaurant. It doesn't have to be local. Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. They have one waiter or waitress for three tables. You go over here, old Charlie's, and there's one waitress for the whole place. Right. uh, I just love their work ethic. I love how how they operate. And I love their food. And even if her food was bad, the service is so great that I would, I'll take great service over bad food any day, over good, great food any day. I like good service. I appreciate it. Me too, it. man. And I have, I don't care how great the food is, if I have bad service, I'm still, I get up my Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is when you go in there like after lunchtime and nobody in your, your waiter or waitress or whatever, she has one, like the only people in that area. And the service is still, but that is yeah. what drives me freaking crazy. You're like, we're your only table. Where, 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 where have you been for 15 minutes? <laughs> My wife and saying? I one time went, went out to eat on uh, New Year's Eve, and our server obviously did not want to be working. Oh, I, I, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. That's the worst. He probably has something going on. Well, it was New Year's Eve. He should, yeah, it was New Year's Eve. Oh. She, she, was, she was pissed that she was at work at all. This list hasn't really changed. This might be fluid, but this is our six-pack. We always ask everybody just kind of. Well, you know, I, I, I like your show, and I've, I've, I've heard some of it, and I like it because I like, I like houses and stuff. So it's interesting. I like what you guys are doing. Cool. Well, thanks. We Thank think, you. We've we heard it's fun. We've heard good feedback from content. So that's, we, he always says, uh, entertain and educate. If you learn one thing off of each show, mm-hmm. if somebody out there learns one yeah. thing off each show, I think that's, it makes it worth it. But um, all right, well, can we delve into, I guess, your career a little bit more? Uh, how long? How long have you been a comedian? I've been about there 25 years. I, uh, I started out years. as a singer-songwriter. Uh, ended up getting a record deal uh, uh, off of a CD called Revenge on the Telemarketers. Mess with that a $37 mm-hmm. answer machine. That went <laughs> crazy. Uh, before, went viral before viral, uh, before I even had an email. Is that what launched your Yeah, that's what way? launched yeah. it. And then from there, I, I, you know, I was, uh, got a TV show, Maybe in America on CMT. Yep. And I, but I do iTunes, uh, YouTube, XM, you know, I've got to have about 10 different revenue streams going on at once. Really? Right. Yeah. So I'll, occasionally I get a movie and occasionally I get a viral video, but you know, it, is that what you concentrate on now? Like just the viral is, videos. Is, that's it. Yeah. The, uh, the telemarketer thing was the first thing I had ever, when you popped up on my yeah. radar, I, I was a teacher and back in the day, uh, on my planning period, when I was working, I would want to put some music on. And the the internet was just in, in its infancy where I was working, and they had all these things blocked. And the one thing that I could find, I could find these uh, prank phone calls, mm-hmm. the station. It was a station with prank oh, phone calls. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, and it, I used to sit there and just giggle, and you came on, and then one time I heard you saying something about like Waterson Trail or something, and it... it Oh yeah, some of the pranks. Like, I'm over here yeah. on six pound water. Mine was Hooters when I heard him say something. He was on Hooters on Preston. I was like, "What is this guy doing on Hooters on mm-hmm. Preston?" And then I had no idea 
Like I said, how long ago was that? The Hooters that, thing? No, no, the the telemarketer, the original, like the big one that <laughs> that uh, the main guy you. Nineteen ninety six. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah. Damn. Well, I think I first caught that probably more like O2. Yeah. 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 I got my That's official record deal with Virgin on, in 1999. Okay. And then okay. around, start taking off. And, but, but prior to the, the big record deal, it was kind of, you know, had a, that's how I got the deal because I was selling so many on my own. I heard it on Bob and Tom. Yeah, they've been that's... really instrumental in my career. Yeah. When was the last time you was on there? Uh, February 14th, I went on the 15th, the week of Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, promoting the show. Oh, okay, so, cool. Nice. I haven't listened to him in a little bit, but that's where I first heard the, uh, where you, the, that guy called, the telemarketer called in and you tricked him into, where were you last night? Oh, the crime stuff. scene. That was, uh, that was, that's the one. That's my yeah. sweet home, Alabama. Yeah. Did you, um, did you ever hear of the Touchtone Terrors? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, well, yep, yep, yeah. You uh-huh. do? Uh, that, was one, that was another one that, that kept coming on that little channel. The Jerky that I Boys, to. Uh, Roy D. Mercer yeah. stuff, yeah. 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 Those guys kind of set the kind of set the, the awnings table. my favorite. <laughs> Who is it? Oh, the the awning they do, the little sp- Yeah. They do the awning. That was always my favorite. I haven't listened to that in forever. Do you have a favorite bit you've ever done? Feeding the homeless is a prank video. That's probably where I pretend to be an officer and I call White Castle and I told them, "Hey, you know, there's a couple homeless a couple undercover agents outside disguised <laughs> as homeless people." They're gonna be out there for a few hours doing some, you know, surveillance. Can you, you know, hook them up some sandwiches and stuff? And uh, <laughs> and they and they uh, came out and fed them and stuff. So that's probably my favorite. Really, that's awesome. I think I was uh, I was looking at some of your stuff recently, kind of preparing for today, and the uh, driving up to the the bank with a cane. Uh, a cane and that was, sunglasses yeah, that's on. been done in recent years. Those are always asking doing. for asking for a number two. Yeah, I, I'm here. I'm here for the colonoscopy. We're not part. Yeah, that's a good. When you go to a bank and as a blind guy asking for a number two with an extra large fry, that's a. Where do you you come up with most of the stuff? I, me, me and my buddy Jimbo, man, we as my Bullock County childhood buddy, we write a lot, lot of stuff together. So. And then you just start hitting record and yeah, see where see it takes what you. Happens, cause, see what happens. Because not everybody in the general public I've seen in your videos tends to uh, like everything that you're doing at the current, at the current time. time. But there, I can usually get <laughs> a mug out of somebody. That makes it even better. Or, yeah, but yeah, but I read too. You went. Did you go to a telemarketer convention? Checked into the same hotel they were staying, <laughs> and you called. Find them out what like, floors are in, what rooms are at three o'clock in the morning. Start calling them, trying to sell them stuff. So I did a CD call, wake up call for telemarketers. Nice. Yeah. You know, there's kind of a uh, resurgent in like the, the it's the robocalls. Yeah, now, yeah. I do a lot of work in. with RoboKiller. If, if people have the app, they'll hear my voice. Really, yeah. I have to I have to check that out because I definitely get some. I want to thank you for stopping by with man, us. Man, that was thanks. Awesome. Yeah, I well, appreciate it. Good stuff. Well, thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate you guys. Well, no All problem. Right. Well, Tom, thanks for stopping by. He's got to run. Everybody knows he's a busy man. He's der- it's Derby week, so he's probably even more. Well, I got, I got, you know, it's, I, get, I told my wife this morning, when I got stuff going on in the office and stuff at home, I could not sleep for a week and still not get done. I got, it's yep. just, you know how it is. It's work, and then you try to the home balance with the the work and the family. So anyway, but thanks guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on. Really thanks appreciate so much. It. All right. Well, uh, now let's delve into that was, I guess that will, that falls under other stuff for, yeah, sure. for sure. This whole show, other than the first four minutes of it, I think we're just going to have to file this, the whole entire thing under yeah, other, a lot of stuff. other stuff. Well, it's Derby week, you know, so the, the real estate market kind of transitions to an off time and the podcast can be more about other stuff too. And, yeah. and while we're talking about it, I mean, we can talk about the Derby. 
What do you got going on? Well, um, I'm going to the track a couple times. I'm Wednesday. Uh huh. That's the new. That's the new locals. The, the I'm going, first it was Oaks, then yep. it was Thurby, and now it's Wednesday next year. It'll be Tuesday or Monday. Yep. I'm going Tuesday morning also for Dawn at the Downs with some uh, with friends and kids. It's kind of a family affair before school. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's is uh, it new or is it? Uh, it's gone on at least the past few years. They, uh, I guess you watch the workouts in the morning. They open That's real cool. early. You get breakfast, hang out, and then ship the kids off to school and go, go work. So it's going to be a bunch, I mean, tons uh, of kids or is it just parents bring them individually, I guess, right? Parents bring them individually. Like we, my, my kids elementary school is right behind our house. Right. And it's got a real community feel. There's a lot of parents that, are, you know, we hang out on the playground after school. The kids oh, play, we cool. talk, we do stuff together. And, it, and it's cool. So we're, a bunch of us are going to go down there and meet on Tuesday morning. That's cool. Only thing I'm doing this year, I know the last show I said I'm going to go to all the festivities and go to, I think we're just going to, uh, my in-laws are having a derby party. I think that's all we're going to do. Yeah. I just, the weather this week is supposed to be killer. So there's really no excuse for that. They keep shifting that rain chance around on Saturday though. It keeps bouncing back yeah. between Friday and Saturday, which for people who don't know that aren't even close to Louisville, I guess the, the derby is the first Saturday of May. Like it doesn't matter what day it is. So in Oaks, which used to be, the locals, which I guess still it is, they go to they go to the Churchill Downs on Friday. Now they've moved it moved it to Thurby, and then now it's Wednesday. Now, now more and more people are making the local day Wednesday. But uh, anyways, most people around here, anyway, the locals they tend to go to Oaks and then have a party or yeah, a well, get together. I know some people who they've got a really nice house over near Cherokee Park. Past few years, they've been renting it out for the Derby weekend. I think Wednesday through Sunday, like VRBO or whatever. Yeah, VRBO or or Airbnb. I'm not sure who they go through, but they they found these um, people that it's the same people every time, and they take really good care of their house and they make a bunch of money off of I'll it. I say, where do cool. they go? I guess you go stay. In uh, family. Oh, go crash with them. Yeah, oh, I can imagine it'd be lucrative. And I've seen where, or I heard, or maybe it was on the news where, I think. The city of Louisville is trying to crack down on certain incomes, even though, like you just said, four days, but they're making a decent chunk of change in that four days. And I think it's maybe tax-free. Maybe that's what the uh, city of Louisville is wanting them to. Well, I think it's also that they're in nice neighborhoods and you have little control over the the activity of the people who come in. Yeah, well, they... uh, they said one of the big, not side effects, but drawbacks was when people would rent out somebody's house and then throw a huge party. And then now you've got people living in your house for, what, three days that are just throwing no-holds-bars parties yeah. all night long. And the neighbor next to them that didn't rent out their house that's right. is not very happy about it. But uh, I guess that's just a side effect of the the real estate. Well, that's, that's real estate. The real estate market. Yeah, it is. And the Short-term rentals. Kind of, yeah, that's... That's definitely what it is. Um, I've seen where VRBO, now they're, I think they're pronouncing it Verbio. Verbio, I don't know. I saw it on TV the other day, Verbio. Yep. So I don't think it's any longer VRBO. But um, yeah, that's all. I mean, we don't have a lot going on. Probably yeah, well, you know, I've been to the Derby several times. Uh, in Probably four total. I've been to the infield a couple times. 
been to some regular seats, and I've been in a box that was really close to the finish line one time. All three different, totally. All three completely <laughs> different experiences. Uh, the infield <clears throat> is complete debauchery. Um, it's uh, Mardi Gras. It is. The, that's what it is. The police stand up there, and they'll intervene in, in some kind of violent situation, and that's it, about it. It's just turns three and four. Turns one and two, you can take your little picnic blanket. Everybody hangs it. Turns three and four, which I haven't done this in years, but they used to just take a big eight or ten foot fencing and make that the big drunk tank, and yep. they would just take people and throw them in there until I guess I guess derby's over. Then I don't know if they would prosecute well, them. Or I, I have a story that that I guess I would have been embarrassed to tell a long time ago, but it's been so long now okay. that that it's it's just something that happened. Um, I I was much younger, much less responsible, and basically started on Thursday or Friday, and it just turned into a multi-day crazy party. Well, that's what you do, yeah, yeah. Ended uh, up in the infield and passed out before the race, woke up, and everybody was gone. And I think I was on the news, too. That's a good story. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I had a story, but now I'm not going to tell my... It is nothing <laughs> even close to that. That's, that's a good one, man. Uh, yeah, I haven't done the derby stuff that, that crazy in Yeah, I mean, that, years, was, that was nearly 20 years 20 ago. 20 years so. ago, yeah. But that's doing it right. Good for yeah, you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Started on Thursday. <laughs> and um, I, I sat in the, um, in the seats one time, and it was kind of misty, rainy. And I was with uh, somebody who I, I was uh, dating at the time. And she didn't deal with adversity very well, would be a nice way to put it. So we didn't have a very good time that time. And then the time with my wife and my sister and my dad and everybody, we were in a box by the finish line. That was amazing. The box is probably the way to go. Yeah. For, for grown folks, for, for, for us old people. That's uh, right. If you're 20, 21, 22, though. Yeah, the box would be boring. Yeah, you want to go to the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, well... Um, Oh, I've got a betting tip too. Oh, please. Okay. Indulge us. Let's let's go. Here here's a way to narrow the field. Find out who my derby pick is. And don't and and don't bet that one. You've now narrowed the field down to, from twenty to about nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. Yes. Uh, they actually they I think at uh, eleven or eleven thirty today it was when they were picking the lineups or the, the starting positions. So by the time we get out of here, um we should know where you know, where everybody's starting from. Um on a totally different subject, have you watched, have you been watching Jeopardy? I've caught a little bit of it, but not a lot. But I know there's a guy killing it right now. Yeah, and well, we're kind of speaking about gambling anyway. Um, that's what he's a professional gambler. They 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 first started introducing him as a professional s- sports gambler, and now they're introducing him as a professional horse gambler. I think either way, he lives in Vegas, and that's what he does for a living. Dang. So um, he plays the way I hate. He starts at the bottom. And yeah, he jumps. I don't like that. They, there's a term for it, tree something. But uh, they go and go looking for the the daily doubles out there, bouncing right. around. He you know he tends to do that. But when he hits one, he goes all in like a true daily double all the time. It doesn't matter if he has eleven grand, fifteen, right. and that's why even after that first session, you look up somebody will have a grand, somebody will have fifteen hundred. He'll have nineteen, dang, nineteen thousand. Like he just, he just. <laughs> one one is, thing I saw that he does is when he he studies for it, he reads uh, kids' books and textbooks instead of like yep. hardcore literature about things because it's easier for somebody who's not an expert to understand. He said he goes to like the children's section of the library, I think. And oh. uh, but uh, 
No, he's. I think they said he's ran all the numbers and stuff. But that's. I like getting. I'll play it at home on getting grooves of subjects. Oh yeah, you, know, you got to try to run a category. He doesn't. He he goes a thousand across the bottom, eight hundred, six hundred works all the way back and forth, and it just drives me freaking crazy. But uh, I I mean, he's. I think he has the top six spots of single day. Oh my gosh! When he's, yeah, well, he's uh, smarter than me, so that must be the way to go. Yeah, his name's James. Like I said, I don't I don't know if he's born and raised up there. He lives in Vegas, so um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, like I said, that's something that I think he's been on our local news and even like CBS Evening News. So he's drawing some attention. He's over a mil one point three million, I think, or something like what, that. What did Ken Jennings get eventually? Do you know? I don't remember, but I know they keep mentioning yeah. they keep comparing them too. But it also took. Ken twice as long to reach the million dollar mark. Oh, dang. This guy did it in like 12 days, maybe. It took Ken like 30 or something. Nice. So if he were to hang around for that long, <laughs> there's no telling what the final, yeah, what the final number may be. He'll be doing okay. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, before our next show, we've got uh, Mother's Day. Uh, that's what uh, the twelfth, the twelfth Sunday, the twelfth. Happy, so, bur- happy Mother's Day, Mom. To all the yeah, Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out happy there. Happy Mother's Day to my wife. To yep. See, we can go the down mother the list. of the kids, wife. Yep, everybody. So uh, all the moms out there, Happy Mother's Day. Cinco de Mayo. That'll be before our next show. Uh, if you, that's another one of the younger. If you tend to celebrate that and party, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I think that's the only two things other than this weekend that we have before our next show. But uh, anyways, uh, we talked about it the last time just a very little bit, but I smoked some trout the other day. I've never smoked seafood. Well, uh, this is my first. The only problem with it is you have to go low. Like I did it at, uh, I try to keep like 180. Yeah. And it's, in the, it's it, doesn't, it only took like three hours, two or three hours. So but the problem is trout. If you were, if if I do it again, I'll probably do like salmon or something. Trout has a million little bitty bones in it, oh, yeah, and it does. is a nightmare. Like eating it for one, like just taking it, and I pulled them off the smoker the other day, and we all ate them for dinner. And then the leftover stuff, I turned into a trout dip, which I got this recipe. Hopefully today it's gonna be badass. But you have to pull it apart. And like last night, I spent like an hour and a half just pulling out. Oh, little, that's too long. It's just not worth it. Like, Did you take any pictures? Um, of the, of the trout. Oh, hell yeah. Like when I smoked it originally, not like of last night or of the, of all it that. Needs, no, I've got it some. needs to be on, on the Facebook page and on Instagram. Yep. No. I like, I like to look at that. They don't look as good as I wanted them to be. Like you get online, you see these pictures and they look like dark amber brown, just badass. Right. But mine, for the first time, they were okay. Uh, everybody else liked it more than I did. I thought it was okay. They all said it was really good, but I think my standards... I don't know. I didn't even really know what to expect, so it turned out all right. But um, anyways, I think uh, I don't think I have anything else left to talk about. I mean, we we kind of talked about the Derby, talked to Tom, got his input on everything. Uh, what do you got? You got anything else over there? No, I'm good. Cool. All right. Well, um, we don't really. I don't even know if we'll have a guest next show. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I'm like. I mean, we're what we do three before without We've him, done. and now we're three in a row with a guest. Yep. So maybe we'll, uh, maybe just the two of us next time. I don't know. We'll see. We have two weeks. So um, thanks again for everybody that joins us. Hopefully you like today's show. Like I said, this is 
guest number three, show number six. So um, they're getting better, I think. So hopefully everybody else out there thinks the same thing. Yeah, we're thing. doing good. We're, our, our wiggly air is getting better. <laughs> yeah, the wiggly air, yeah. All right, well, um, <laughs> that's it for me. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. If you don't have anything else, Neil, nothing? Anything over there? Nope, nothing. We'll uh, check us out, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yep, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.